You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, I'm Wade Zaglis, the Education Editor for Campus Review. Today we are talking to Associate Professor Patria Redman of the University of Southern Queensland and a member of the Australian Association of Research in Education. While COVID-19 has forced a mass migration online, the expert in online learning said there has been much talk about technology, but educators need to consider equally the teaching methods being deployed. Um, Associate Professor Redman, why were you and your team interested in interrogating the quality teaching methods in online learning at the moment? Well, I've been teaching with resources since the late 90s and teaching online since 2000. I've really found that when I design for teaching online, it's very different than when I design for my face-to-face or on-campus classes. You really need to consider the ways that students might engage with the content and each other and with myself with the teaching team. So it was looking at how I could be or how any teacher could be present online so that students had that feeling of still being part of a learning community. Right. You wrote that uh, transitioning from face-to-face teaching provides challenges and opportunities for innovation alongside a range of challenges. Are you therefore saying that while innovation might benefit in some ways, other aspects of schooling or learning may suffer? I think all change brings both challenges and opportunities and as educators we've been moving very quickly across a continuum from teaching face-to-face only in many cases to teaching fully online and there'll be many success stories and there'll also be many stories of times when it didn't quite work the way expected and educators are quite used to this. We do try new things every now and then to, to help support our students and, and get a better learning outcomes. And sometimes the outcomes are not quite what we expected and other times they're beyond what we expect. This is how innovation and changes, this is how effective practice develop over time and, and experience helps people move across the continuum and try new things. You also contend that online engagement is a slippery idea as people don't always know what it actually means. Can you outline what you and your researchers or the researchers found regarding engagement, the different kinds of engagement? Yep, so education is pretty much a buzzword now to describe student behaviours. In sometimes they describe the time and energy or resources people use to devote the learning. In other times it's seen more about engagement with their peers or collaborative learning or with the teaching team. So it's quite in- interconnected, it's socio-cultural, it's effective, it's behavioural, it's ecological and also it can be seen from an individual and a collective perspective. So when my colleagues and I sifted through the literature we determined there were five different types of engagement related to online learning and higher education and cognitive engagement is one that lots of people are familiar with. You know, it's looking at critical thinking and justifying decision making and activating metacognition, etc. The second one was behavioural engagement, which is looking at academic skills, the agency of the learner, especially online, which is often a new place for them to start to learn, especially at the moment. Social engagement is looking at building community, belonging, relationships and establishing trust. And those three levels, they're really commonly used in the literature. 
However, we found a couple of additional types of engagement. Uh, collaborative engagement, which is really about a range of different relationships that are developed. So not only do they have relationships or connections with each other, as in their peers, but there's also professional engagement and connecting particularly for those professions that or those degrees that have a professional outcome, you know, developing professional networks and professional associations have taken on quite a large role. Most universities that have a majority of face-to-face -face students like their students to connect at institutional opportunities, so they could be members of clubs or sporting teams. Uh -huh. And the last one is emotional engagement. So that's related to their emotional reaction, particularly to online learning at the moment. So are they enthusiastic, interested in anxiety, have a sense of anxiety? What are their values or feelings or attitudes towards the acquisition of knowledge and learning? And at the moment, that, for many students, that's really different because they've been, and staff actually, not just students, but they've been thrown into this new environment so these, these emotions can be positive or negative um, depending on how their experience is. And, and some of them are finding a commitment to learning a little more difficult at the moment because it's difficult to concentrate. People have lower productivity. Their motivation is, is sometimes questioned because they're trying to study at home perhaps with a partner who's working at home and several children who might also be trying to study at home. So there's a lot of different levels of emotions that are happening, particularly at the moment. Absolutely. It's, it's difficult to, to demarcate that line, you know, between work and, and the private world. Mm. Um, all in all, and, and, and this is a huge question, uh, do you think quality education can still take place en masse online? And what do you think are some of the effective and ineffective practices? So universities and schools have been educating on maths for centuries and at USQ we have classes or online classes that might range from a dozen students to thousands of students. So it is happening not just in Australia but around the world. So online maths education is already happening. And like in the face-to-face -face mode, you have to modify the design and the delivery of teaching depending on the size of the group that you interact with. So lectures were considered to be on mass education where, you know, a single point of reference, transmission of information to a large number of students. And then students would traditionally go into a tutorial room where there were less students um, and, and the interactivity amongst the students and between them and the teaching team or the tutor would be more. I think one of the biggest differences that we have right now is to demonstrate to your students that you are present or available. In a face-to-face -face mode that's really easy because they can see you mm -hmm. and your teaching team in, in lectures and tutorials and you probably have office hours when students can make appointments. And some of that stuff is not quite as visible now. You have to turn up and be responsive to students' questions and comments and that could be in real time or synchronous mode, or it could be an asynchronous mode in discussion forums or emails or, or other methods that students might be reaching out for you. And some people have continued their office hours or drop-in sessions, only they're in virtual classrooms or they're in video conference spaces now. I think good teaching and bad teaching happens equally online and in face-to-face -face environments. So, okay. you know, the effective and ineffective practices are really dependent on the context. Well, Associate Professor Patria Redmond from the University of Southern Queensland, thank you so much for speaking to Campus Review. 
Oh, you're welcome. And I'd just like to remind your listeners that they really need to continue to show their passion for their discipline, even online, but they also need to show compassion for their students. We all need to be forgiving of ourselves and each other because mistakes are being made. We've been asked to do a lot in a very short period of time and no one can be expected to be an expert immediately. And I think people now are in a place where they know, you know, I think I've got this. I've got this. So thanks so much for the invitation to chat with you this morning, Wade. You're welcome. And yes, it does take some time and some slip-ups. Thank you again. You're welcome.